0: Welcome to episode number 44 of taking you to the top. Appointments IQ is an on-demand sales team specializing in appointment setting, lead generation, sales coaching and training, sales recruiting and everything networking event. Simply put, they work with companies to fill their pipeline, train their sales team, recruit new team members and provide all the networking opportunities to make it happen. Join Rami in welcoming him to the show. If you have any questions for our guests today, please leave them in the comment section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to
1: learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? Well, Greg,
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. It's episode number 44 of taking you to the top.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. So, um, Greg, if you wouldn't mind
0: by introducing yourself and maybe take us back from the beginning, tell us where you're from, uh, where your journey started, and how that led you to founding Appointments IQ.
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh my name is Greg DeKalb. I am the founder and CEO of Appointments IQ. Um, so yeah, my beginnings are very humble. Um I grew up in a small town, Centralia, Illinois, um, in southern Illinois. Um small town and realized early on that I wanted to get to the big city of Chicago. So that was my first big goal in life um so started to research and try to understand how do i get to the city and uh, realize okay i need to go to college get an education what should i study uh marketing and advertising made a lot of sense for me um, even in college i was uh, involved with like the school newspaper working with the local bars and restaurants or what have you um, and setting them up with the advertising and ultimately that led me to chicago where i began a uh, a career in advertising and um, sales so started working for rh donnelly which is the yellow pages okay. and selling their uh, space ads in the yellow pages and yeah just realized that uh it was very fun inter- interesting um met a lot of Amazing people worked firsthand with a lot of amazing business owners and entrepreneurs, and really this led me into a, a career of continuing to work with entrepreneurs and learn and really help them out with their marketing campaigns. And then the time came where it made sense for me to take my experience and the methodologies I had developed uh, and really brand it for myself as Appointments IQ and take it to market.
0: Okay, got it. And so what does Appointments IQ do and what's the goal or what are you trying to achieve for your clients?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we work very closely with um, your business owner or your heads of sales in a sales uh, consultancy uh, capacity. So we plug a lot of gaps in, say, like pipeline uh, development. So if a client is looking to build custom target lead list, uh, we can facilitate that. If they're looking to uh, run business development campaigns through maybe a drip email marketing campaign, we can set those up. We have our own proprietary technology that allows okay. us to do those type of campaigns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if clients are looking for resources in terms of sales on a um, on a commission basis or on a fractional basis, uh, we do that with sales contractors. Okay. So avoiding may, uh, avoiding the need to go out and hire somebody full time. So maybe you have a seasonal pro- project or a sale that needs to be performed. Uh, we can plug somebody in.
0: Sure, and and how does the the,
1: the, go ahead?
0: uh, How does the revenue model work for this kind of uh,
1: these services? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, Depending on uh, depending on the client's needs, if they um, if they need a full suite of services, uh, you know, we can offer a lead list and a sales executive on a retainer basis, and then a commission.
0: Okay, got it, and uh, sorry, lead list is you're generating the leads for your client
1: we're compiling yeah we're compiling data and contacts okay uh, based on who our client's uh, target audience is, so say we'll start off with maybe a um, a database of called twenty five thousand uh potential leads
0: okay
1: we'll run it through a marketing campaign, identify the the leads that are interacting with the messaging,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: pull those leads out and then create more of a targeted list. Uh, we would consider those leads engaged leads. Okay. So would that, would that be like warm? Exactly. Basically they've received messaging from, uh, from the client regarding their product and services. Mm -hmm. And they have interacted with that messaging. Uh, They opened the email. They read it. They clicked on a link. They went onto the website, etc.
0: Okay. And uh, are you originally compiling this list of leads, the twenty five thousand leads, before contacting? We are correct. Okay. So I mean, I I know we're sort of going a little off. uh, Oh, okay. No, that's okay. I'm just go, really go curious right about right lead generation.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I could talk about this all day, so please <laughs> go right ahead. So th-
0: this list, is it being generated through like ads that you're putting on, let's say Facebook, for example, to generate that?
1: It, exactly. They're all custom okay. built proprietary lists um we have uh subscriptions and access to uh, a lot of the major databases out there that are public okay so uh we we built and compiled our own proprietary uh list um through you know a number of different partners uh we're in the process of aggregating all this data making it so um we can create clusters of Mm -hmm. our audiences and do, um, we can possibly do public relation campaigns or announcements. Sure. Yep.
0: Okay. Got it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you launched the company back in 2016? That's correct. Yep. Okay. And what does uh, company size look like today?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say, yeah, I'd say we're around 20 people.
0: Okay. And uh, how, how are the 20 split up? Are they like sales or a mix of?
1: Yeah, everybody. Um, everybody is primarily in a sales role. At some in some way, shape, or form, we are a sales uh, agency. Okay. But yeah, for the most part, we have a, a mix of probably fifteen uh, sales marketing contractors. Okay. And then Excellent. we have uh, five partners that are doing you know some of the. Uh, some of the internal operation activities
0: uh, when you say five partners is it like co-founders
1: well there's uh, there's two co-founders and there's three uh, three partners okay got it. and then we and then you know we have two relationships with um, an accounting firm and a marketing firm where we perform activities, uh, for business development, relationship building, et cetera. For them, they perform, uh, services for us. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Well, uh, Greg, if you don't mind, we'll, uh, dive into the economics briefly. Sure. Um, absolutely. So I'm assuming since it's a service based business, you most likely bootstrap the company. Is that correct? We did.
1: We okay. did. It's been, it's, uh, it, been bootstrapped and it's still and it remains 100% bootstrapped
0: and did the company start off with uh, yourself alone well you you and your co-founder
1: correct me me and then um, yep I brought to my co-founder Tony Puella okay got it and could you possibly give us an
0: idea or a range of how much was spent to get you know the company
1: started yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great question. Um whenever I mapped it out and wrote it down, I was looking at probably around ten thousand.
0: Okay.
1: Uh whenever I uh got into it a year after and I reflected, I would say it was every bit of fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, if I mean, that, that, that tells you any if that tells you anything.
0: Uh, and, uh, least... I had a
1: really good head start on a lot of different things. Uh, a lot of different of the functions that you have to have. So, sure. uh, <laughs> be prepared. So you got that from the experience working at the yellow pages, basically. I'm sorry. What was that?
0: Uh, I mean, you, you said that you, you knew what was required because you'd experienced it previously.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No. Um, whenever i whenever i bootstrapped the company um you know my my impression was that it was going to be around maybe 10,000 to start it but then after a year of running the okay. business yeah right. it was a yeah it was it was a lot more
0: so and, and what what would you say was was the key area that you spent your initial dollars on
1: uh human resources you know, okay. getting uh, getting people to uh, to do different activities. Like, you got to get a website uh built. Um, you have to pay people to set meetings for you or to do marketing or business development for you. Um, you got to pay them commissions, etc. Sure. Um, so that's that's why I feel, you know, a lot of us spent um, and in terms of like operationally. Um, I have to, you know, when I onboard an account, um, while we're a service business and, and the margins are, you know, uh, reflect that, um, even still you have to have, um, a suite of software, uh, and then software is interesting because the more you buy of it, you're the less your unit your cost per unit is right so it's sure. an ongoing game of trying to get to that next tier and then getting your your cost per license down across all of your accounts right right yeah okay and uh, do you think you would need or would you consider funding
0: at any stage oh absolutely okay and are, are you actively yep. seeking that or you think maybe down the line
1: yeah yeah so right now it's a uh, it's it's been interesting because um, I'm involved with another organization, another company. Actually, the uh, the company is Hubio, which is okay. the proprietary technology that uh, Appointments IQ, our sales firm, uses to you know execute its campaigns. Uh, but at any rate, um, that is in the process of of being funded right now. So okay. um, you know we're able to see that process and what um, how that's going. And then the plan would be, uh, once that's properly situated, then to start looking at our own uh, finances and preparing that for a a round.
0: All right, got it. Um, And what what does your revenue sort of look like? Uh, Again,
1: in sort of, not exact
0: figures, but
1: a range. Yeah, yeah, so it, will, it would obviously uh, depend on the month, but um, at, this, at this stage of the game, uh, on, on average, yeah, you're looking at Ritz's uh, rule about 50K a month.
0: Okay. Great. All right. Um, Greg, this next section is to sort of understand the nitty gritty of launching a company. Mm-hmm. And one of the most important questions is where do I get my first customer? So how did you go about getting your first customer?
1: That's a, that's a great question. And, um, you know, it could be, uh, there's a couple different ways to look at it. Right. So the, the first perspective would be your first customer would be the first person that you, um, discuss your idea with Uh and get their, and get their buy-in. So for example, my business partner. I didn't know if this was going to be legitimate or whatnot, but I had to sell this person on why it's a good business idea so that that person will join me. Right. And I didn't take that. I didn't take that meeting for granted. Um, you know, we set up a time to sit down to discuss a business idea. Okay. Right. And I was, I really, I really wanted to take the time to, to get that person's, um, you know, legitimate feedback so then the second customer right once you have that agreement i think what the premise of the question is here how did you go about doing it yeah you have to go and you have to knock on every every door everybody you know you know hey this is what we're doing it's what we're up to do you know anybody that would like to um like to try it so you have to create a proof of concept
0: okay and uh, how how which platform did you use i mean to
1: to get that ball rolling, I mean,
0: did you just jump on LinkedIn with cold outreach?
1: Networking, live, live networking. Okay, got it. Yeah,
0: and do, do you remember so, what your your initial outreach looked like?
1: Yeah, uh, I do. Um, I mean, once we once we sat down, we figured out okay, who we want who who do we wanna target? We wanted to target uh, technology entrepreneurs in Chicago. Uh-huh. We said, okay, where are these where are these individuals? you know going okay and we said okay they're going to something called TechNori.
0: okay so that's so like we, a, co- a conference
1: It's yeah it was a it's a monthly uh technology uh startup showcase in chicago
0: oh wow monthly
1: yeah yeah okay. so they bring on like call it five uh five entrepreneurs kind of like a shark tank style if you will uh-huh. Uh, they would get like 10 minutes and, you know, the, the audience would be all entrepreneurs, investors, etc. Uh, so, yeah, get a couple hundred people a month together. So we went to these events and we just started handing out business cards and we uh, we got to know um, Scott Katoon, uh, the, uh, the person that was running Technori, and he actually turned out to be our first client. <laughs> we uh, we started selling sponsorship uh, tables for Technori because we were so so involved with it and wanted to meet everybody. Sure. So um, he turned into our first client and then it got us into a lot of conversations with other tech entrepreneurs. And then we started working with them closely and we started developing our story, et cetera.
0: Okay, so uh, word of mouth was key.
1: Word of mouth was absolute key, yes.
0: Okay. And, um, how important would you say is your website for generating business?
1: Uh, for us, it's, it's not the focal point. Okay. Um, it's definitely important. You know, I feel like you have to have a good presence, but we don't have, uh, say a team that's sitting there, you know, watching all the traffic and trying to, um, you know, really engage with the traffic. Right. So, some people, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do to to try to uh, capture, you know, that traffic in a meaningful way on your site. Um, For us, it's it's really we have a um, another channel of our business, our our networking events. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have part of our part of our uh, group is Tony P's networking events, which is uh, you know pretty popular. Uh, entrepreneurial event that happens in Chicago, obviously in light of, you know, current events, we're, we're not doing those right now. Uh, but for us, we were, we were bringing a lot of like-minded folks together okay. on a regular basis. And, so it's uh, called Fissil- Tony, Ado- P's? Tony P's Tony P's networking events in Chicago. Yeah. You can throw it in YouTube. We got a ton of videos.
0: So that's actually owned by you. Yes. Very interesting, because I'm I'm kind of, I'm looking at your keywords at the moment. Okay. That's the reason I asked about how important the website was, because it actually gets uh, quite some volume. It gets 2,400 searches a month. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the next keyword under that is recruiting in IT, which is 1,900. So I mean, even a simple pay-per-click campaign would probably you know it would do something i think
1: <laughs> i appreciate that yeah so yeah no so, notes yeah, no, are those are definitely uh, on the horizon um for me personally <laughs> i've had a lot of uh, i've had a lot of good opportunities come and, and a lot sure. of it You know, because we we built the Appointments IQ business and the the pushback that we were receiving in the marketplace was, hey, we've explored, uh, you know, outsourced sales before. Um, We didn't like, you know, how that model was. We realized quickly, okay, for outsourced sales to work, the way we see it is it needs to be more white glove, more boutique, um, more custom, Right. Um, So we we felt like there was a little bit of a, a skepticism around the model in the marketplace. Sure. So uh, in order to combat that objective or to give people confidence, we created Tony P's networking events. Right. Yeah. So our, when people would say, "Hey, you know, I don't know if outsourced is right for my my brand, my you know what have you," we would sit then say, "Well, hey." come to a tony p networking event meet our partners meet our sponsors meet you know meet the sales reps that'll be representing your brand um you know to to give them that level of uh, assurance right sure so once the networking started and all this thought leadership and and innovation and all this started coming together um you know we were we were in a A really good position to take advantage of some other opportunities. Uh, For example, uh, Javio being one of them.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, that absolutely makes sense. And it's a great idea to have, you know, a meet and greet almost with potential clients, customers, you know, to meet your team and understand more about your company. That's a fantastic Mm -hmm. idea. All right, Greg, uh, if you don't mind, let's uh, wrap up with the famous five
1: hold on i missed that piece there
0: it's a bunch of quick fire
1: questions (laughs) oh my gosh um
0: don't worry okay not not too not too bad
1: (laughs) yeah um go ahead
0: all right uh number one what would you say is your favorite business book
1: um that would have to be dale carnegie how to win friends and influence people
0: all right uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: Yeah, um, I'm actually, he's turned into a mentor and a good friend of mine, but uh, uh, Dean Delisle. Um, his company is Social Jack, and um, he's, a, he's just a well-known author, thought leader, especially in the world of um, social and uh, lead generation marketing.
0: Uh, number 3 what's your favorite online tool for growing your business?
1: Uh, I would have to say LinkedIn. All
0: right. And uh and we'll, number
1: four, Oh sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say um you know it's interesting uh cuz I've been in LinkedIn for for past probably 15 years now. So uh it's it's been there all along.
0: Right. And are you using like uh sales navigator at all or any kind of automation in linkedin
1: oh yeah yep sales navigator i definitely have a a few different plugins on top Uh of linkedin to to maximize it
0: uh stuff like linked helper these kind of things
1: uh well like duck soup Uh
0: uh-huh okay similar which
1: is uh you know an auto connector for for people that are in your audience or what have you sure
0: all right, uh, number four, if you could give your 20-year-old self a piece of advice,
1: what would it be? <laughs> um, get involved. All right. You know, um, be, be productive, get involved. Um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it's not so much about it being, you know, work, 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 but it's more about, you know, just go out, run, do things to, to maximize your time.
0: Okay. And the final question, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: (laughs) I, I would say I'm a solid five, five and a half hours. Perfect. Well, Greg, thank
0: you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to learn about your business and, you know, to learn these tactics and these ideas of, you know, bringing your clients to meet you face to face. I I thought that was fantastic. And I hope maybe a year from now we could have a follow-up call to see where Appointments IQ has grown.
1: Um, Rami, I really appreciate your time and professionalism. Um, And I enjoy listening to this when it's all uh, said and done. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Greg. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.